Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're starting a brand new series today. I call it Go. Yep, the letters G-O, Go. And I find it in Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It's simple instructions. It's one word with two letters that just happen to be the first two letters in God that just happened to be the first two letters in gospel, and that just happened to be the first two letters in good. Jesus came to the earth for one purpose, one goal, and one reason. It's simple, not complicated, and is perfectly summed up in one Bible verse, Luke chapter 19, verse 10. It says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. He lost something, and he came to seek and to save it. He came to save what he lost. He came seeking after what he lost. His purpose was to find it and to save it. The it is you. You are it. He came to seek after you. He lost you, and he came to find you. The God of the universe came to the earth to find you because he lost you. You once belonged to him, and he lost you. This was not something he could accept. He wanted you back. But the price was costly, more costly than anything on the earth. No one had ever paid that much for anything. It would cost him everything to the very last drop of his own blood, his death. He came to destroy the works of the devil so he could get you back. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14 in the Living Bible says, Since we, God's children, are human beings made of flesh and blood, he became flesh and blood too by being born in human form, for only as a human being could he die and in dying break the power of the devil who had the power of death. How thankful are we? Are we thankful enough to tell someone else? Is he not also seeking to save them? Has he not also paid the price for them? Should we be selfish with this good news? Are we too shy, timid, tired, embarrassed, or in fear of being rejected? What holds us back from sharing the gospel with those we meet? Do we not care that they might spend eternity in hell for their sins? Are we not concerned? Do we believe the return of Jesus is many, many years away? If not, and we believe he's coming soon, 
Why are we not being bold in sharing our faith with those we meet? And why are we sometimes embarrassed when we're with someone who is bold in sharing their faith? Could it be we just don't know what the Great Commission is? Maybe we don't understand the word go. Are we too busy to take three minutes to tell someone about God? Maybe we just don't know what to say. Maybe we're afraid they'll ask a theologically deep question and we won't have the answer. Here are some alarming statistics from 22 years ago. These are American statistics, many of which could be applied to the rest of the world. The Dallas Morning News newspaper on June 11, 1994, revealed that 67% of Christians didn't see evangelism to be the number one priority of the church. In 1994, a research group found that 75% of those who call themselves born again couldn't even define the Great Commission. A survey among the readers of Christianity Today found that only 1% of their readership had a zeal for the lost. Well, what did Jesus come to do? He came to seek and to save that which was lost. Listen to Mark chapter 16, verse 15. We'll read it in several different translations. In the Amplified, it says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news, the gospel, to every creature of the whole human race. I like how it puts that. And then in the contemporary English version, Mark sixteen fifteen says, Then he told them, Go and preach the good news to everyone in the world. In the English Standard Version, it says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. And the Good News Bible says, He said to them, Go throughout the whole world and preach the gospel to the whole human race. The Living Bible puts it this way, And then he told them, You are to go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone everywhere. And then the Message Bible says, Then he said, Go into the world, go everywhere, and announce the message of God's good news to one and all. And then the Darby version says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the glad tidings to all the creation. So go. There's the word go. What does it mean? The Vines Expository Dictionary says, To go on one's way, to depart from one place to another. The Loenida Greek-English lexicon says, The word go means to move from one place to another, with the possible implication of continuity and distance. The Theological Dictionary of the New Testament says the word means to set in motion, to bring on the way, and of the army to march. Now, the original Greek word translated go is P-O-R-E-U-O-M-A-I, pronounced (laughs) poryuamahi. I think go is easier to say. The New King James Version translates this word in other scriptures as depart, journey, travel, walk, and went. It's not a deep word. It simply means to go, to walk, to travel, journey, depart, and move from one place to another. Now, that's the what. However, when taken into context with Mark chapter 16, verse 15, we find the where, the why, and the who. So the where is 
all the world. The why is to preach the gospel. And finally, the who is to everyone everywhere. Okay, that's a great goal. But someone might say, I don't have the money to go overseas. That's the wrong thinking. The center street in your city or town is just around the corner. Is that not also part of the world? Well, sure it is. And a soul across the street is just as loved by God as the person who lives in Namaqualand. You never heard of Namaqualand? Well, neither have I, but it's a real place in South Africa. Regardless of where you go, Proverbs chapter 1130 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Are we willing to move, depart, journey, travel, or walk to a place and share the good news? Someone else says, but I'm not capable or forward enough to do it. I'm just too shy. I'm too busy. I am not Bible literate enough. I need help. Well, here's a tip. Rather than complaining over what you don't have, try thanking God for what you do have. But needing help is not a problem. It's needing help and not getting it. Now, that's a problem. One recommendation I can give would be good books and courses on personal evangelism. For example, Ray Comfort has an excellent DVD study course called Way of the Master. This is an eight-lesson course that will teach and empower you to be able to share your faith at any moment. The following is a few quotes from Reverend Ray Comfort teaching personal evangelism at the International School of Ministry called ISOM. He says, Biblical evangelism is always law to the proud and grace to the humble. With the law, Jesus breaks the hard hearts, and with the gospel, he heals the broken hearts. So find yourself a sinner and experiment on him and see if it works. Jesus gave us the example, so follow it. If someone comes to you confessing his need as a sinner, give him grace. But more likely, many people will come to you establishing their own righteousness. That's when you give them the law. According to the dictionary, atheism is a belief that there is no God. Mussolini, the Italian dictator, when he was a youth, sat on a high pinnacle and lifted his fist to the heaven and said, God, if you're there, strike me dead. When God did not bow to his dictate, Mussolini concluded that there was no God. God did, however, answer his prayer sometime later. What about materials to share? Books, tracks, CDs, podcasts, etc. One of my favorite tools I use is the Pocket Testament League. They produce a first-class booklet with the Gospel of John, along with a salvation message to respond to. These booklets are free and donations are accepted. They offer a wide variety of different covers, a few different English versions, and several other languages, too. They also have many great online resources to assist you in sharing the gospel, and membership is free. Check them out at www.ptl.org. That stands for the Pocket Testament League. When they ask you for a referral number, put in my number, number 305-392. Again, go to www.ptl.org and join the Pocket Testament League. It's great. And when they ask for a referral number, Put in my number, 305-392. There's no benefit to me, except they tell me who has joined the league due to my influence. 
You see, the word go is kind of like do something and do it now. Okay, repeating Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Yes, G and O are the first two letters of the word gospel. But what is the gospel? Romans chapter 1, verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Okay, that helps. It has something to do with Christ. It's called the gospel of Christ, the gospel of God, the gospel of the kingdom, the gospel of peace, and the gospel of your salvation. The original word for gospel is euagulon, and it means the good news, the good message, the glad tidings of salvation through Christ. It's a message, the message of salvation through Christ. It's a narrative, words telling of the power of God to salvation. It's a spoken or written message that can be heard or read. Well, our time is up, and I have to go. We'll see you tomorrow. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.